0: my lovelies these are going to be your scorpio season messages for aries hello aries no intro on this one but there is an outro and it's not just housekeeping um it's also a little message about power that i've got there that's inspired by you guys actually you guys taught me about power but let's get into this reading and see what comes up for you so what have we got for aries how are you guys doing I don't think I've spoken to you since your full moon. All oh, right. oh God, here. Oh, I like this card. Tricky, tricky. It's risk. It's Well, it's Apple, and it says risk and reward. Oh, why? Well, generally speaking, the bigger the risk, The greater the potential for reward or so they say Resilience, burn away the past Somebody else got this, I don't know who got it But um, yeah, burn away the past That is a massive theme at the moment This whole burning away of the past Massive theme Um, I mean I understand why it came up in the weekly I can understand why it's coming up at the moment with this You know, as soon as we enter um, Scorpio Which we entered yesterday, I'm recording this on the 24th of October it's just gone 3 p.m. here in the afternoon when we um because the Sun trined Saturn in Pisces immediately right so there is this thing of burning away the past um here's the thing I've noticed and I'll say this to you guys because you guys are the warriors right do you guys remember I don't know it was a, a few weeks ago maybe where I, I, I had this message, oh, it was the Venus in Leo, the the, the Venus's last message from Leo, the, the one that had that multi-psychedelic lion picture on the video, so hopefully you guys listen to that. And I said, and I said, the next, the next kill is yours, right, the next kill is yours. Now, I was having this discussion with someone who'd heard me say that, um, And they made the point that a lot of the shit that's happening in the world right now, a lot of the really awful shit, it could be seen as an... And I'm not not saying I caused it, right? But because I was just picking up on a message or an energy. But yeah, it could be seen as that. That, you know, that all messages can be taken literally. All messages can be taken destructively. All message, you know, any message in the world. And I'm not saying that anyone got my message, right? And, And did it. But if it's a general energy and I've picked up on it, that's what I call a message, right? Something that I've picked up and or felt. Then, yeah, why wouldn't other people and why wouldn't they take it in a very literal way? And so I personally believe in, in a very kind of, I don't want to sound elitist, but, you know, a, a more kind of, a more loving interpretation of the message in the next collision. It means I have to do something. I have to take a step. So this burning away of the past which if you've heard my vengeance video, you know I would mention this in that as well. It's the understanding we're not going to repeat mistakes. We're not going to do the same thing again. We're not going to be bound by either the good or the bad of what happened in the past. You'll see it, you'll hear it said in this. I'm trying to remember who got this, I don't remember. Um, maybe it'll come to me once I get into it. But of course there's always a risk and you know, if we're honest with ourselves, there usually is a reward as well, even when it looks like everything has failed. Um, those of you that know, I think was it last month, but for me it was Virgo season. I when I I went in, I had two days. I had tests in host, in the hospital and stuff, and yeah, that was checking for um you know the what did I risk a couple of days like I was late posting the no was, it was the end of yeah it was Libra season actually uh beginning of Libra season I was late posting the Libra seasonals doing all of that and but it was worth it because I what was the reward peace of mind right they didn't find anything in in a certain sense yes it's a waste of two days but the reward was peace of mind like I know it's not any of those things I know I don't have anything serious wrong with me um so, we can take things literally, we can take them in a destructive way. That is our choice what we do with the stuff, with the messages, right? The messages and the message, the reaction to the message is the message. Let's read Apple. Bloody hell, I'm a bit wordy getting into yours, right? All right, here's Apple Risk and Reward. Sweetest icon, risky red desire. Poison and freedom, tempting hearts afire. Apples have been a symbol of Samhain for a very long time. Apples when cut in half have a seed pattern that looks like a pentagram and so the Celts held the fruit to be sacred. Bobbing for apples, a game traditionally played in at Halloween, has its origin in the Samhain festival and is one of the oldest associated with this celebration. The traditional way to to play is to place three or 13 apples into a barrel of water and the game is to try and bite an apple whilst it floats and bobs in the water. Hands must not be used and people often compete with each other bobbing at the same time. It is believed that the Romans brought the custom to Britain and there are quite a few images recorded through art of this activity in both cultures. It was said that unmarried women who placed the apple they had bobbed under their pillow would dream of their future husband. In Newfoundland and some parts of Ireland even today Halloween is called Snap Apple Night. Oh I like that. Candy apples, apple on a stick covered in toffee, although not quite as, we call them toffee apples here, but anyway, although not quite as popular now as they once were were as Halloween fare, are now making a comeback as a fun and simple treat to prepare on this night. Apples have been an iconic part of mythos from ancient times to modern. The story of the poison apple in Snow White to the Roman goddess Pomona's magical apple tree to the Christians tempting fruit in the Garden of Eden should you receive this apple in your reading which you have it's time to look at how risk plays out in your life are you hedging your bets and not trying anything new do you want change but are not willing to change anything are you willing to risk to get a greater reward or alternatively are you risking too much too often I was looking. There's a little asterisk, but here it's okay. So, I mean, what is your relationship with risk? Um, I've read for quite a few Aries, actually since the 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 nodes have shifted. Um, it just seems like you know to kind of get their bearings. It feels different, right? If you've got an Aries sunrise or whatever, it feels different. So, part of what we've looked at is um have your instincts changed? How do you react to your instincts? And the last three years, and I can say this, I, I I mean, I get it. I have so much Aries in my chart. I'm very kind of Aries driven. It's, I'm very affected by Aries transit. So, you know, I, I, I absolutely can relate and connect with you guys. And I speak to myself as much as I speak to you guys. I always sit and reflect after an Aries reading of like, you know, I do it for all of them, but for Aries particularly, because it's my fourth house and one of the things that comes up around this is you know the last few years have tempered a a lot of our instincts right because we've changed them and I think it's honed them uh, because having a certain skill set in your instincts of how you react and what you do it um it can become habitual it can become a pattern right something that we can get stuck in even though it may be healthy to develop those instincts and that way of reacting at some point they can become habitual and it can be time to change things up um you know what felt risky to do something at one time can become very safe after you've done it long enough and i've talked about this many times um even if i just talk about doing videos when i first started doing videos it was like you know nerve-wracking and i was anxious and nervous every single video now I just post them right you know there's no risk involved it's the same action but when you've done it long enough it's there's you're not really risking anything um so it can show that and, and you know I think it's it's great to have a period of where we've tempered what we risk we kind of we don't have to always be go 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 or doing different things or running off in different directions uh you know your ruler Mars is in Scorpio and there's almost a sense I kind of get with your rule of being in Scorpio, it is different. It asks you to reflect in a different way. You know, Mars, I've said this all, all over the place, Mars in Aries um, is the two of wands. It's all right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go in that direction. I'm gonna go the path less traveled. I'm gonna act, I'm gonna move out. And yet Mars in Scorpio is the five of cups. It's the consideration of what has been lost, of what don't I have there anymore, what is left. It, it's, it's much more introspective. It's uh, and it's also understanding what you want to protect, right? And so think, consider the last three years of how you've gone through the last three years and all this this whole period three and a half years more than that now, right? Or longer for some people. But think about that. What is there to protect? What matters to you? And that could be in your family, in your home, in yourself, right? In your work, in the world, in in humanity itself. What? Is it that matters to you? What are you willing to risk it all for? That's seven of wands. That came up in the weekly, right? And if and it may be something that comes. And you, how do you know this? It isn't just what makes you feel good. It can be what lurks in the shadows. It can, and so I th- there's very much a kind of judgment feeling already around this, right? With these two, drawing a line under the past. Now you're going forward. And just because you feel the same way as you might have done in the past, right, you know, it doesn't mean that you will react the same way or that the reasoning is the same or what brought you to that decision is the same, right? Because I think if you're on any kind of a spiritual journey, we revisit, right, it's a spiral. If you're on any kind of spiritual journey and say, so in the past, you, you might have been codependent, right? So you helped out, you did whatever but under the guise, so you step back, you let people deal with their stuff, you were less quick to kind of volunteer your services, this is a very, I picked a a very mild um, description of this, but it's eerie, so it, it may have been quick to anger, it may have been quick to jump in and sort something out, or fight for something, or you know, it could be any of these things, and so it's good to take that break from it, to know that there is another way, but in doing that, you, your instincts, your what you risk has changed and so if you feel the urge now to like oh god people need my help but the fear is oh no that you know what if i go back to being codependent you're not right what you're risking is that you could go back to being codependent but the reward is to realize how much you have changed so even at a very inner level i would ask you to to see it from that that perspective right I don't know why I keep taking my bloody glasses off, and I can't read shit. Right then, we have resilience. Burn away the past. Oh God, it opened to the very page. The girl of resilience is relaxed. She impassively stokes and stirs the flames of her past at her feet, in her crowded room. In her, sorry, in her crowded room of memories, she fans the flames without fear of letting go of events. She fans the flames without fear of letting go of events, ideas, people, and places that once defined her. And being defined by something is very much identity, right? She's comfortable in her room and is not leaving her space. The smoke does not overcome her. The window is open and a branch of the tree of life reaches in to guide her, always to heightening clarity and wisdom. When resilience appears, and I just want to say about wisdom, remember what wisdom is. Wisdom is taking knowledge and what we do with it. Knowledge is to know, to know the, the past is what we know, but what we do with it is the future. When resilience appears, it is time to stoke the fires of your past and release that which no longer serves you. Know that to rise like a phoenix, see this one, my judgment, know that to rise like a phoenix, it is necessary to dive into the flames, be warmed and confident in the light that comes from burning away and releasing the bad and the good, the bad and the good of the past. Release it all to be reborn with Agni, the inner flame. Very powerful to say this to... um, to Aries so I think what you're risking here is your very identity who you know yourself to be um who others may know you to be right so that that's quite big a little bit big right she says understating it completely all right let's get your cards Wow, bloody hell. Knight of Pentacles. So, I mean, think about this. This is physically doing something. It is moving forward. We say the Knight of Pentacles is the slowest knight. Still moves. Still faster than the pages. Still faster than the king and queen. So, still moves, right? It's vego energy. This is discernment. And that's Hermit. Hermit's been coming up a lot. This is the discernment of, right, what matters to me? What is worth risking for all this stuff that came up? Who am I now? What am I not defined by anymore? I want you to trust this, Aries, and trust it hard. You are not the same person as you were in your past. There's no way that you could be. And I've got a feeling that... This, the With that trust, with that faith that I've changed, we go to places that we haven't been in years, maybe right because the darkness doesn't frighten us in the same way and we've taken ownership of that darkness we don't project it out into the world it's ours right and and we we understand it that it's different you know you got a lot of pentacles coming up so this around physical what is well scorpio is your 8th house right i mean think about this this could be to do with um work or finances or you know i think it's to do with what you value and how you what you do with that in the world, how you have changed, what is your inherent value, your inherent value that you bring to the world. This could be like trying to decide. Uh, That's also getting lost in the day today. Two of pentacles can be a distraction, I wanna say that. Where um, I was just actually talking to a friend of mine, he's a Saj, and he was saying, um, we were talking about denial, like being in denial and denying what's happening out in the world and stuff and focusing on what we can control which is a great thing but not when we're doing it in a oh i'm too busy i'm too busy to look at anything else right you know that no when it's very consciously we understand what's going on and we prioritize that's the discernment think back to virgo season and how that played out for you there's something around virgo coming up for you guys It could be a thing about also being seen as fair and balanced. I don't know why that's come out. It's that two of pentacles um, out in the world by others, right? That the thing with the pentacles in this deck, they're the most monstrous out of all the images. You see um, all of, I think the the knight of pentacles, was it the knight of pentacles that came up? Yeah. And the king of pentacles, they look like Cthulhu for God's sake. Like, you know, there's this, there's, there's something about that. All right, lovelies, let's see. Bottom of the deck. The devil. This, mm, the devil and the hanged man. What is holding you back, Aries? What is holding you back? Did I call him out? Maybe. It's Taurus energy. You got, I mean, think about it. You've got a bloody full moon in your second house. I get it. That, do you see him? Look at the King of Pentacles. It's bloody Cthulhu. High priestess. I'm going to say this, top row, all major iconos. What does that say to me? This is throughout your life. It doesn't matter what area you pick, relationships, work, whatever, right? From the top to the bottom, from bloody, you know, how you feel inside to how you view what goes on out in the world, right? This is across the board. This has been going on for a while. This is not something new, I mean, I, I know you're, you're saying, well that's not a major arcana, but those are either side of the King of Pentacles Very much boost the King of Pentacles energy, it's a court card, so there's no minor arcanas that have come up yet, that's what I meant, sorry She says, and then one comes up, Three of Cups Three of Wands, right, this is very future focused when you start getting to get threes you got the Moon And I'm gonna say this to you, and I think some of you need to hear this You don't know how it's gonna turn out, that's the, po- that's the point of this That's why we burn away the past. The past cannot show us what's going to happen in the future, right? Now, let me kind of put a caveat on that. I don't mean that, oh, if I do it again, maybe it'll turn out different. I don't mean that. I mean in the sense of where we use the past to limit what we do or say it's no point doing it. Do you know what I mean? This is where the future is in shadow. And it it has an advice card. The moon says, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know you don't know what lies ahead it's unknown now when it's unknown we can fill it with fears we can fill it with all sorts of stuff but it's not the unknown that that is the problem it's the fact that we are filling that space with our own shadows our own fears our own doubts our own um of what could happen that's what we're filling it with because the moon is absolutely saying the moon is like a blank card it's like a blank so imagine this is your reading and i say to you hey what's under that what do you think's under that so you look around and you think oh well Jay, it could be uh," and that's what it is whatever you think could be there when the truth of it is you don't know you don't know what's there but you don't enter that moonlit space you don't because of what you think will be there because of what you hope will be there you you go through it with faith that I, and it's, it's it's got similar faith to um, the fool Whereas the fool's all trusting and happy and going into there We enter the moonlight Not even despite what we think could be there But because of what we think will be there, right? You know, it, it's not to go prove it right or wrong for us It's because it's like, all right, it doesn't matter It doesn't matter Like, you know, I I, I get it I'm afraid of this Let me go see why I'm afraid of that being there and I say that because you've got the high priestess here. Right. So this is very internal. This is very your own intuition. And there is something here, Aries, I'm gonna say that to you of passing it out or, or knowing. Like, are you clear on what is a fear and what is intuition? Are you clear that when you are when you're an intuitive, right, it's a radio station that you 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 pick to get, get into. I know plenty of people in my life who um, I have someone in my extended family who who was a reader, uh, you know, very many years ago was a very good reader, uh, Scorpio sun, and it turned out I think she's got Pisces rising or Pisces moon as well. So a very intuitive person, and then she had a tragedy; she miscarried and stuff. So she had a tragedy, and she had this story of that it was because she did readings. So you know that's what that's what happened to her because she did readings and but now because she she s- sees the gift as a very dark gift right the only thing that she can hone into is darkness in that someone so-and-so is going to die or this is going to happen or that bad tragedy is going to happen or this could like that's all she taps into because she has a lot of fear around that and so when we when i hear especially like you know other psychics or people that pick things up Well, oh, I'm picking up this energy The question has to be Why are you honed into just that radio station? There's, there's other things that you can pick up And so that's where her fear I'm not, you know, what she's picking up Might be 100% true But it's her fear that is picking the radio station That she's tuning into I'm saying that because the devil's over here as well, so so we've basically got two minor arcana's that's three. This is facing the future. That is facing forward. But more in a kind of creative, how we show up, sharing ourselves, right, you know, uh, with loved ones, community, whatever, but how we feel. And the three of wands is, it's bloody sun in Aries, right? So it's your card. And it's this sense of what, like, what, whatever my expectations are. So think about when we talk about the future, what are we talking about? The dream, what we project into the future, the vision, what we project into the future, um, the inst, the, the, the fear. Oh no, this could happen. Right. Which is also we're projecting into the future into the darkness. Is it what we, what we feel, which we go by trust and you guys have seen it in me you don't even have to understand it like you've seen me live from that space where you know i'll say right guys i'm leaving youtube right guys i'm not doing read personal readings anymore like that and if you really sat down and said but why jay i don't know right but it's it's an understanding that i have of if i want this my expectations about the future or what i want to create in the future then certain things have to change they don't they don't That's what acting on intuition means is that you can't logically explain it sometimes. And the only thing that I have to check in that moment is is this coming from fear? And I was very clear, like leaving YouTube, staying would have been done out of fear. Even now, like with the readings, this would be like staying in my comfort zone if I carry on doing personal readings and stuff. So it becomes very apparent if you just sit with it for a moment to understand what's going on but the three of one's person has to turn their back on something to face something else that's the risk right so she's turned her back on something so she can get a reward from something else all right wow ace of pentacles in the past with that high priestess what are you trying to grow what are you, what is the seed Ace of swords bloody hell you've got the whole magician thing coming up 8 of pentacles with that hangman mm. Aquarius got this right 7 of swords you've got with that king of pentacles 8 of cups I mean that that but Eight of Cups is turning our back on something as well. Ten of Pentacles. I've seen the Ten of Pentacles a lot. There's a sense of long-standing stuff ending this season and new um, things that we're committed to, dedicated to as we move forward. Seven of Cups. How many sevens have you got now? Wait, two eights, two sevens. Oh wow, the Knight of Wands. Someone's asking me who which deck it is. It's the Rackham Tarot. Just got a sense as if someone was asking. Should have actually written it somewhere. It's the Rackham Tarot. The Devil. It's, I mean, the devil came in here the devil coming up there. Ooh, all right. Bloody hell. The five of pentacles. I know, mate. I, I know it's difficult. I know it can be hard to, to do this stuff. Right. Ace of pentacles. Ace of swords. Ace of cups. What one's missing? Ace of wands. But this is the magician and what the magician, this is like the magician deconstructed, right? That's the lovers. I think, um, what sign did I just do? Uh, Pisces got that there as well. And there's a lot around love. The fool. Let me make sure but I to put it upside down. The fool. Uh, do you see that? Do you see that? The, when you get the moon and the fool, right? So here's the thing I, I want to say to you. A whole ton of shit just came flying through just with that fool nine of swords. So there are three there are th- three cards that first of all denote this is away from the fall, that can den- denote that which is hidden, deception, um, secrecy. And I want to be clear that where this seems to be coming up for you is the future. It's the future, right? And so there could be this sense of, I need to know. Will this happen? What's going to happen, right? You know, that kind of thing. And because we're in the spiritual community, tarot community, astrology community, you may find yourself at this time looking at your astrology thinking, oh God, what transits are going to come up? Like there's an uh, almost ominous feeling here. Now, why am I saying that? There's three cards. The high priestess, the seven of swords, and the moon. All three of those cards they cloak something right the moon shrouds everything in shadows the high priestess the keeper of secrets the seven of swords i don't want to deal with it i'm gonna avoid it i'm gonna stay in the shadows or i'm gonna lurk around in the shadows so i'm not seen so i don't have to deal with something right so so first of all there's that that you risk being seen you risk there's a kind of risk of being exposed risk of being seen um Risk of being unsafe, even right. I'm not saying that you're in danger, but this all about your feeling, how you feel. So that's the first thing that comes through around this. Is there was a couple of extra messages. I don't like saying channeled messages, but it feels that way that comes through. Here's the other thing, and I learned this from doing personal readings. Whenever I used to get people that would come in and say, "Will this happen? Will it happen? Or What will happen? You know, will we stay together? Is this a good relationship? Like you know, this kind of as if it happened, like they've got no part in it, right? Now I just say to people, well, well, who has the power to decide that? But there were two cards that always used to come up. Well, three, if you can count the high priestess, but these two. Why? It's a leap of faith, Moon. Can you walk this path in faith? right and so what they say to you and with the high priestess in the past well she's in the past though you've had faith right you you've you've gone on you've bloody gone done this you've navigated however by the seat of your pants, by this deep spiritual trust belief intuition right and you've sown seeds and you've committed that stuff that i was saying you've done that you know you've gone on faith there's something very daunting here or oh, it feels that way right i, I I'm not just pulling this out of my arse. You've got the bloody Nine of Swords with it, which is where we have got a fear of the future. So this is, you know, maybe ne- knowing that you need to take a leap, take a risk. Right? And the Seven of Swords and the Fool are both cards of risk. So we've got this sense of needing to take a risk, but afraid of what that means. And love is the answer. On- I mean, the love is the answer just for everything with this. Um, that's the what, what lights up darkness as it were but with the moon here the advice is you don't know and you won't know until you I mean the whole point of this period is for you to navigate it based on your faith what you have faith in and above everything else Above everything else. I mean, you've got bloody Jupiter in your second house as well, uh, with this lunar eclipse coming there. And the sun is in your eighth. So you're embracing in your eighth, releasing in your second house, Aries, as as an energy. There's this sense of having faith in yourself. Like, you know, this, I'm going to say this this burning away the past, past from your past, from your past. you will get voices, you're going to hear the ghosts of Christmas past, past right coming up and telling you why you shouldn't leap, why you don't want to go in the shadows, why you don't want to keep nurturing that, making that commitment, why this isn't love, right? And the best that those voices can say, and they're true, everything that comes through is true, Right? That ex did do that, do you that way? You did mess up when you did that. You did used to be that way. All of that is true. It was true. It isn't true now. You are not that person that you were then. And you know, with the devil coming up, what does the devil say to us? And that's over here. Um, your reading's really screaming at me. Can you tell? I was like, bloody hell. Um with the devil coming up over here with the hanged man right it it's very much a resounding the only chains that hold me back are the ones that are are, are allowed to hold me back now here's another thing that comes up around this we've got the devil here and you've got the lovers here they are two sides of the same coin their numbers add up to the same as well we've got Fifteen for the devil, six, you know, one in five, six, and the lovers is six. They're two sides of the same coin. They are both illusions in a certain way. And what is the illusion that they offer us? The devil is the illusion that we are stuck and that we cannot do anything. The the lovers is the illusion that what we love is outside of us, that we must go looking for it, or that, you know, there's something that it isn't something inherent in all of us. And that's your inherent value, is that what you do for love. So let me put these back over here. I'll forget. Let's just wrap this one up. So, Ace of Pentacles, High Priestess. Let's not get off track, right? There's something a seed, a commitment, long term security, stability. There's a seed that you've sown or that you had an idea of sowing based purely on your intuition. Like, this wasn't, no one told you it. No one's, you you didn't have a definitive yet. So you've done this before. You know how to take risks, right? Think about this. um, The last job that you took, the relationship that you got into, um, the business that you started, the the deposit that you put, like, you know, something, but you did it on your intuition and, and it might not have worked out. That's not the point, right? The point is that you did it. You know that feeling of taking a risk or listening to your intuition and doing something physical with it. That's physical earth here we've got swords which is in you know thoughts beliefs ideas and how we communicate them i'm just going to give you a heads up i've got a feeling that this started in gemini season i'm also this is all channeled by the way um i've also got the sense that come full moon in gemini which can be next season right after we've got a full moon in Taurus coming, a uh, lunar eclipse in Taurus coming up, which would have been a full moon. um Then we're two weeks up. It'll be a month, so about a month from now, right? um You've got a full moon in Gemini. That's going to, I think, you're in the process of leading up to that because you had a new way of thinking, a new way of communicating, a new way of taking an in information of what is truth. What is truth for you has changed What is toxic for you has changed what is, what is obsessive for you has changed What the only options that you have You know that has changed You have more options You know that right But what if it, if you're struggling at the moment With that devil energy And you feel restricted It's because this ace of swords Cuts things away It's the understanding That when we feel stuck Or we feel like our options are limited That is the devil at play that is the devil at play and so we have a limited scope of what we can focus on or work towards or and if this is literally about making money for you right this is a new way of looking at your finances a new way of looking at how you earn money a new way of what it means to be secure what it means to be abundant there's an extension there's an expansion of of this of how you can make money Uh, you know you could be spending more money than usual but even that why you know maybe you made a deposit on something or started something and it's costing you a lot more right and that's taken you out of the energy of love and more into this i'm stuck i don't know what else to do um with the hanged man i mean then think about it if it is about money with risk and reward that's something that we have to discern from where we are and how we want to go forward The hangman then is a change in perspective. It talks about sacrifice, but what are we sacrificing? Um, Eight of Pentacles could be literally a job, but it it may also be how long we, like, you know, how much time, effort, energy, attention we give to something, how much we work on something. Um, It may be that, you know, the actually focusing on something feels like hard work. But remember, we are no longer defined by it. That is the hangman. We are no longer defined by what, the job that we do, how we work, right? So some of you, this could intensely and very concretely be around, you know, showing up through your work and how you make money. But I want to be clear, when I see the high pre... When I see this many major arcana's in a reading, that may be the, the, the outfit, right, that this energy is wearing in your life. But it, it's affecting everything. That may be the face that you see of this energy that's playing for your life. But if you follow the thread, you will see that it runs through every area of your life because it exudes from you. You are the one that has changed, that now shows up differently. But we can find ourselves getting stuck in one area with the devil there. Um, Relationship, money, whatever, you know, around that work. But be And that could help. Right. So if you kind of feel, oh shit, that, you know, I feel stuck in this, take a pause and say, well, is this true for my relationship? Is this true for my family stuff? Is this true for, you know, use that as a litmus test. Because when you start looking at all the different areas, you see a thread that runs through. I mean, I've done readings for people before and especially in, in skype call readings depending on if you're going to do an hour we can get through like two or three spreads in different areas right so um relationship work whatever and i use different decks for each spread and you will see in each there will be a thread that reveals itself something that is hiding in the background so you know we can have if we, we're not you know um i actually did ask her if i could use this as an example because i was going to do a video at the time i didn't but she had some relationship stuff going on and she was trying to leave a country that she was residing in but because of lockdowns and the rest of it and she saw them as two separate things two separate issues but when we looked at it you know one after the other what did we realize they both had to do with boundaries one that she was stuck in and the other you know um there were boundary issues in that relationship so We can. It isn't always entirely obvious And I think that might be the case here I think I've given a lot of this So the King of Pentacles is What are you committed to? How are you showing up? How do you share your abundance? How do you share your good fortune? How do you share your time, your effort and energy? What is your value? What is the thing that is valuable to you? Now, ultimately with the King of Pentacles It's going to be time, right? Because you can take everything away from him He knows how to use his time he knows that time is valuable and how he commits it. Uh, how what he, you know, his commitment to people and he does things consistently. Part of this is you may be telling yourself it's going to take too long, or um, I don't know if I'll be committed for that long. You know, there's something about time that comes up around this. Why do I say that? Because of the Ten of Pentacles. It's a long-term commitment, it's a long-term legacy um what i'm getting from this you know the seven of swords and the eight of cups is what have you what are you kind of like what is it that you know you've emotionally invested in so maybe you've spent a lot of time effort and energy on it nurturing it from a seed maybe even right that either needs to go in a new direction now or needs to be kicked up to the next level like you know there's something around this either you're done with it eight of cups that i don't feel it anymore i've invested a lot in this but i need to go in a different direction i need to do something else or with that seven of swords there and be honest with yourself like what are you not willing to risk or what is the risk of this this takes us back to the apple card right because the fool and the seven of swords they're both cards of risk what is the seven of swords person it's it's Ultimately, it's Moon and Aquarius, right? The Seven of Swords as a, as a transit connected to it. And that's about, I don't want to feel a certain way. I don't want to feel like I'm stuck in this or I don't want this to be my legacy. I, and I think also there's something about I don't want to be seen like that. You know, 10th house comes into this quite a bit and you did come in with the devil. So, you know, Pluto's gone back there. This is something long-term that you've been shifting and changing since 2008. And it would be coming up, wrapping up now, coming up to the end, right? So this is about getting very grounded, knowing what you value about yourself, knowing what your value is and knowing that I show up and commit to that. um, Even if it feels risky, even if I know, you know, I think the risk is leaving something behind that you've spent a lot of time, effort and energy in in becoming, right? I I think it's to do with your identity, how you defined, right? But that can, you know, show you can define yourselves by anything. Job, relationships, titles, whatever. And the Ten of Pentacles says, yeah, that was my long-term commitment. I, I'm done with it. The, the focus is shifting for you guys. To what? To the Three of Cups. This could be loved ones. This could be, um, you know, if you've worked a lot, maybe you just understand now that I just want to spend more time with loved ones starting a community, um just sharing like your how you feel, showing up from a place of however you feel as the three of cups, knowing that we are supported, knowing that, you know, others, that it's a gift to other people. When you get the lovers as the advice, it's it's knowing that it is we've got we may have a very narrow definition of what love is. And that anything can be an expression of love when we understand what that feeling of love is. Rather than judging it from how it appears to be. So what are we doing here? Well, because of that three of cups, because of how we want to support others, how we want to be supported. We now have a new question of what is a dream worth pursuing that incorporates our need to to support and be supported so you you may be looking for a a different vocation a new job a new way of showing up um friends groups communities i don't know it could be all sorts of bloody stuff for you but that's the key part of this at the moment is to support and be supported and that's very important but it comes from your own cup right even with the eight of cups person's looking for the ninth cup and here's that cup there's a cup that you want, right? It's your own cup. There's the Ace of Cups in the future. But for right now, there's a feeling, there's an expansion. It's emotional growth. It's spiritual growth here. But for right now, this is how we're coming to it. Now, you've got the Knight of Wands. That's an expansion of your horizons. That is um, going in a different direction. How do you know... What is a different direction? How do you know what expands your horizons? How do you know what is a new adventure? How you can create in a different way? How you show up in a different way? Um, All of that wonderful Knight of Wands stuff. How do you know that? Well, you got the Ten of Swords with this. The Ten of Swords is the shadow of the past. It's interesting this, actually. I just realised something. So, you see... It looks almost like fire. I mean, it had... You see this knight um in armor kind of taking down something doing something what is that it looks like a dragon or something but there's that flames coming off it so what's the ten of swords it's rock bottom it can feel like it can be a sh- the shadow of the past it can be the memory of when we were at rock bottom right and, and you may feel like that at the moment But the way it's being framed or defined is based on the past, right? That's the thing with the Ten of Swords. It's not happening. It happened. And so the Knight of Wands shows what's over there. And think about the Fool and the Knight of Wands have a lot in in common. They have a lot in common. They're very similar. In that they don't know what they're going to find over there. that's That's the adventure. But they are ready to go and explore. It's the curious optimist doesn't have to be this way doesn't have to be the way that it was and when you infuse because think about the seven of cups is it a dream worth pursuing that voice from the past turn of swords is going to be like no nah, we tried that nah that doesn't work you're doomed right and it's that thing of you're never going to make money it's not going to work it's not going to do whatever the knight of wands is like well yeah if i do it in the same way but if i try it in a different way if i show up differently if i talk to different kinds of people you know all sorts of the new stuff if i explore this in a different way um then it will be different you have a different experience then so yeah and it's to do with how you support and how you allow yourself to be supported three of cups that's the angle that's changing here we're going from it looking like hard work to it being very supportive to you and others or if this is your work or you know it could be anything that you're planning on doing so with the three of wands here it's knowing that I have to take the action it's very this is Aries you know I have to take the action there's no point expecting anything wanting anything like will it happen what's going to happen will my ships come in none of that matters if i haven't taken the steps and it's very interesting to me because the 3 of wands is based on ace of wands inspiration creativity excitement enthusiasm 2 of wands taking it in, in a certain direction and then we have the 3 of wands which now because we've done a few things we want it to come back so this is future facing this is turning your back on whatever this eight of cups thing is i feel here's the the factors that come in that devil is still there but here where the devil is saying there's only one way to think about this there's only one way to talk about this ace of swords right that's what the devil's saying here the devil is saying well there's only one way to feel about this ace of cups that that emotional growth, that spiritual growth You can have a, this can be a crisis of faith by the way Just heads up That's what it can say But there's only one way to feel about this Remember the radio station that I was talking about here It's all the devil's doing And the devil's trying to keep you safe Just remember that it's not not trying to sabotage you It's not self-sabotage You were trying to keep yourself safe From what? Well, when we keep doing the same thing or telling the same stories or just look at what's right in front of us or those limited options, we don't have to go into these places where which are unknown, which are frightening, which are uncertain, very much uncertain. And so you've got the five of pentacles here. Some of you... I'm just gonna say this if you've got plans for something you may need more money you may need more support you may need more something because the five of pentacles is a struggle with this but the key thing with the ace of cups coming up there means that no that you know if you can um not self not self-govern that's not the right word for it um self kind of regulate something around your emotions that devil that's you know that's not the only way you can feel the devil lying to you right but it's because seven of swords i don't want to feel this let's go one more yeah eight of wands the sad season's coming in big here the eight of wands is hate That the opportunities are there. There's always an opportunity, but what does, how is it determined? But with the eight of wands, it's how we engage with it, right? It's like saying, well, that person always fights with everyone. Well, an argument takes two people to argue, right? So it's that awareness. We understand that my interaction with this thing will determine how it goes. The energy that I give to it is a part of what is going on here with this, that's very interesting with the devil coming up with the ace of swords and the devil coming up with the ace of cups. So we we are trying to understand with the what, what does the devil do? It narrows everything down. Whereas the lovers is opens it up, multifaceted, the way we talk about this, how we connect with each other, how we communicate with each other, that's the loving thing to do. And go back and check out the Gemini season message that I did on um. I forget what it was called, but it was the multifaceted truth and communication, right? And how, how the whole thing with Gemini and the lovers is how they talk to each other. They're not meant to be the same. How do two vastly different entities or beings or dualities, right? How do they interact with each other? That's what love is. Even when they're not asking the other to change, but they're trying to communicate with each other to understand the truth of whatever that situation is. That is the ability that helps you here. Like, Please don't let the, the devil tell you that there's only one way to think and only one way to feel um, in this. Or have the past kind of, as you feel a new way of thinking coming up, as you feel a new way of feeling coming up and you kind of hear this, but no, like you're an idiot, you're going to make the same mistake again or that's going to happen. No, you won't. Because the road ahead is unknown, whether it's your career, business, whatever. And you showing up and doing like, and from a place of love, um, leaning into this. Because the the nine of swords, we've gone too far ahead, right? And the more we think about it and go over it, and this could happen and that could happen, and that we don't do anything. That's the we keep evaluating the risks, and then at some point you have to ask that that you know. What what is the maybe you risk being wrong about all the kind of doomsday stuff that's coming up? Maybe you won't. You know, fail or whatever Maybe you will, whatever But you don't know And the point is how you navigate that How you love yourself through this And take a risk going to say that to you About taking a risk I think I'm going to leave it right there for you, Aries Very exciting reading I hope you'll let me know how you get on with this Especially by the end of the month If you did take a risk Or what the risk is Or what you kind of, you know it's Right at the beginning And you may not r- know what this relates to Um because of this Ace of Pentacles and the Fast and the High Priestess. But thank you so much for watching. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. All right, lovely people, before you head off, I did have an outro for you. If you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it but what it says is we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked now we must try the impossible now i don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked but i'm all there for the impossible part and part of what i want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January, but the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive, huge, the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far i've been reflecting a lot on all the support that i've received whether that is that you've just been here where you've just been commenting for for years whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say hey you know i've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them all of it is support doesn't matter how long you've been here and I appreciate you so much and especially to those of you that have you know I've gone on one hell of a journey especially challenging financial institutions challenging what value means and the value of content and why I create content and those of you that have donated during that time you have helped me so much with that and in more ways than i have words to convey you have helped me to become the person that i am today through your act of support through you picking up the slack while i explored other things so i said this to someone who i support on patreon um i said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what we wanted right as viewers of um his channel and i said to him two things i said number one The quote that is often attributed to Henry Ford. If I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And the other thing that I said is that I was supporting him so that he could grow as a creator so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator and I and you know being on the other side of it I do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that so thank you so much and I hope you will continue to support me as we go forward now back to the quote to be able to try the impossible to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that we've only ever dreamed of being right or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved right it means we dig deep it means for us to grow those trees right going all jungian for a moment for us to grow into those beautiful strong trees we must have our roots go much deeper and scorpio season every single year brings that to the table encourages us to do that it's a season of transformation and change. And I get it, right? We always want to look at the positive, positive change, positive transformation. And yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness. I've already recorded one talk on this, which I recorded before I started these readings, and it's called Vengeance. Because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark. I can talk, in, and we've looked, we've done the theory so much of the theory that we've done, and I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this. I've said this over the years that we've done the theory, we've done the wax on wax off. Now it's time to apply what we've learned. And there's cycles within cycles within cycles. We have been doing this up until this point, but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves. As the quote says, to try the impossible. It can seem like a lot and you are a lot, right? Let's just be honest. You are a lot. I am a lot. We are nuanced and we are complex beings. But when faced with that kind of complexity, we can end up at one of the extremes, right? Oversimplifying the complexity. So it's just reducing it down to good or bad, right? Right or wrong, to doing it to that. Or the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just as unhelpful is to be lost in the nuance and complexity. To say that this is situations too complex, I don't know what to do, there's nothing that I can choose, I can't do anything. Sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do. And for some of us, that seems impossible, right? To be impo- to just be okay with the fear, to be okay with the hope, to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel and I say if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season then you are amazing that is you know a job well done Anyway, I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible, sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities, right? And my own uncertainties. I'm going to share them with you. Like I said, I already have done one, which is called Vengeance. In fact, if I miss things out, always check the description. Sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments saying, Jay, you said you were going to post this. You didn't. Um, I'm very appreciative if you remind me, if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't. But more than all of that, when we do a deep v- dive, you know, it can feel very solo. It is, right? We're going very internal. It's very much within us. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. Yes, whatever's going on inside of you, whatever you find with inside of you, whatever darkness you find there, whatever light you find there, right? We all have it. We're all working with the same tools. We may be expressing them in a different way, but we're all working with the same thing and we are here for each other. Secondly, it is more important than ever for you to realize right now your own power to realize that especially with the north node in Aries like getting even Scorpio season your empowerment you have power you will be told again and again there's a scene actually from Buffy I remember it where the council's come and everyone's calm and all this kind of stuff happens to her and she says she has a realization she says everyone keeps telling her she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory season five I think it is and she's walking around in um Joel in the magic shop and she says what I realized is you guys need me I have the power you need me that that's why you're here telling me that I'm nothing so you remember that When you're being told you are part of the problem, when you're being told that you are, whatever you are, whatever, you know, you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff, you remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true. I've seen ads coming up on YouTube. I've seen all this kind of stuff coming up. And one of the red flags for me at the moment is why are you trying so hard to convince me of something? you can face those things lovely people this season then you have already started on that journey to the impossible right I'm gonna wrap this up this is a little bit longer than I intend I love you guys so much thank you so much for being here I appreciate you so much I will speak to you guys next time but that's all for now goodbye